Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving the parenting question of the week so you don't have to. This week's question is from Nicole who says, I have a question about Lego. Should I say Lego and not Legos, which I think is... Correct. Uh, My two boys, aged four and six, want to spend the majority of their days with Lego, building it, stashing it all over the house, decapitating every Lego figure they own, and I've established the questionable routine of sorting their Legos in divided containers. We have all the pieces stored by type right now. This is a ton of work and upkeep, and I know it's not sustainable, but if all the pieces are mixed together, they can't find what they need, and then they expect me to help them find what they need. What did you do with Lego? Do you sort it? Do you expect your kids to sort it themselves? Do you leave it all to them and it's a huge mess? P.S. I also have a six-month-old and I already have anxiety about the Lego she is going to find and swallow despite the constant nagging I do about picking it up. Nicole, I have been in this exact place. Legos are so great. I think they are the best toy there is and my kids are past the toy age now but we still have Legos in our house and they still play with them if I get them out but they have their downsides. There's the obvious one stepping on them. We have all heard that joke. But also babies, and they are they are a choking hazard, and you do have to be careful. So here's what I would say first about the baby thing. Legos are important enough to the kids who love them that I feel like they will abide by the rules that are put around them. They feel like respect is owed to the Lego, and so they will honor whatever code you put in place for the Legos. Um partially because they take them seriously. Their creations are very important and they don't want their little sister getting at them any more than you do. So you can put rules in place like Legos belong upstairs. We did that for a while. Or you can only play with them on the table. We did that. Or in a certain room of the house that you can gate off so that your toddler can't go in. Um, Away from her reach is in their best interest because these things are so fragile. And I have another sort of unpopular opinion here. Hot take. I think it's okay to use crazy glue with the Lego when you're building one of those sets. Harry Potter's, you know, flying witchcraft house that has 7,000 pieces and has to be put in a certain order. um, And which will break if a slight breeze hits it. And there's much wailing and gnashing of teeth. And it never is the same again. And you spent $75 on that thing. I think a little... uh, Hawk Lou is okay, no matter what the Lego movie says. 
But I guess this is sort of my second hot take. I don't love the kits. I think the Lego kits are hard because they lead to you sitting there while they do them. And they need a lot of guidance. And the eight-year-old who really wants the Death Star put together can really not do it without a parent there helping them. And it doesn't allow the sort of open-ended play that I think makes Legos so wonderful, which is getting back to the point, should you be sorting the Legos? No, don't sort the Legos. The Legos should go in a big bin and everything gets dumped in there because the best kind of Lego play is the happy accident kind. When you dig through stuff, I want to make a bathroom for a summer camp for my Lego guys and I couldn't find the piece I wanted but I did find this other thing and it kind of looks like a shower head and I did it all by myself. That's Legos at their best. So I think the sorting thing, no, you can't stay on top of that and it isn't even a an expectation that you and your kids should have around them. I think the digging is the point. I will say we had one of those like Lego pieces of grass, the flat green things, and we did have our figurines stored on them once in a while. If my kids were into it, they'd line up all the Star Wars ones together and all the Harry Potter ones together, but even that's not really necessary. If your kids are growing out of the Lego phase, there is a great new program I want to give a shout out to called the Lego Replay Program. You can go to lego.com slash replay. This isn't a sponsor. This is a program that Lego has started where you can box up at their expense. They send you the shipping label for free. You box up the Legos. You send them your used Legos that your kids aren't playing with anymore, and they will distribute them to Boys and Girls Clubs and Teach for America locations all across the United States. So Sounds like, Nicole, you might be a little far from that. But until then, just get a big thing to dump them in. Encourage your kids to play creatively and not get too rigid about the Legos and keep them off the floor. Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? 
play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.